Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Traveler Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mitchell. And today we're joined by a very special guest, Kelly Pender, who is the host of the incredible podcast, Badass Babe Oracle. She's a spiritual luminary and an intuitive guide. In this episode, Kelly reveals how she stepped into becoming a channeler and how you can tap into your soul's purpose and manifest your own desires. Before we begin, please don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Traveler podcast and leave me a review to support our mission of spreading transformational messages to seekers just like you. Now, let's travel through the realms of time and space and push the boundaries of reality as we go on a beautiful journey with Kelly Pinder. Here we go. Hey, Kelly, welcome to the Soul Traveler podcast. It's so lovely to have you on with us today. Yay. Hi, Jennifer. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be so fun. Yes, it is. And I had the pleasure of guesting on your show a few weeks back, and I just love chatting with you and so excited for the conversation and the value that I know you're going to bring forward for listeners today. I know. I can't even wait to see what wants to come through and what we're going to dive into and share. Yes. I'm really curious about your journey as a manifestation coach, because I know that you work with people one-on-one and you help people overcome mindset blocks and partner with their higher self. So if you could share a little bit about your journey and what inspired you to become a coach. Yes. I love this question. So my journey involves spiritual awakenings, which we all have at many different degrees, different times in our lives. And so For me, it all started when I got into yoga. So yoga teaching Mm -hmm. was like my path to opening myself up to spirituality and to the manifestation world. And so as I dove into that realm, I became a full-time yoga teacher. That was my goal. Amazing. Like goal complete. Here we go. However, I noticed that when I was teaching yoga classes, I would hear messages. Like I would look at a student and I would hear self-doubt or I would hear unworthiness or like feeling unlovable. And I would hear those little messages, but I could also kind of energetically see it in their body. And so for me, I was like, okay, I want to go deeper here. But my human self and my logic brain was like, no, Kelly, be quiet. You're just here to teach a yoga class. These people just want to be in poses and breathe and that's it. They're just here for yoga. They're not here to learn about their self-doubt. They're not here to (laughs) learn about really tapping into their energy and shifting. And so I just kind of shut that down and ignored that for a really long time. And after maybe a year of shutting down these gifts of channeling and tapping into people's energy, which I didn't even know that I had or possessed, after about a year of that, I just had a major spiritual awakening where I had a loss. I had a health issue. It was terrible and also a Mm. gift and a blessing because it forced me to feel my feelings, right? It forced me to really just look within and, and be like, hmm, am I living life for me? 
or am I living life for other people? Like, why is this happening? Why is my world being shaken up and turned upside down? What lesson wants to come through for me? And so as I was processing that and processing grief and loss and all of the feelings, I realized I wasn't fully living life for me. I was living life for other people. And I was capping myself off from my true potential, right? So I really started to explore those gifts of channeling. And so through that spiritual awakening, through that loss, my podcast, Badass Babe Oracle, came through where I was like, there's gifts of channeling coming through. So just plug your freaking microphone and start the podcast. I love that. So I'd like to ask you some questions about channeling. When you first started getting those messages, and that's so interesting, did you even realize you were channeling or did you just think it was like maybe intuition and you were shoving it down in the side? And do you think that was maybe a little bit of like fear of judgment of what people would think and that's why you didn't step forward? Yes. That's been coming up a lot for me lately. It's why I ask. (laughs) Yes. No, I love this question. So for me, it was like, why am I hearing or seeing that there's self-doubt surrounding this person and that they're really just desiring to tap into their worth? Like, I don't understand this. I didn't understand where that was coming from. So for me, it just felt like my intuition or higher self coming through right? But there was so much fear where it was like, A, they don't want to hear that. They're not there for that. B, you could be wrong. Maybe it's not their self-doubt or their self-worth. Maybe they're really just here to just be stress-free and you're going to add more stress into their life (laughs) by inserting (laughs) messages that you're hearing, right? Like the human, the logic mind comes through Mm -hmm. and just shuts it down. So yeah, I didn't realize that that was channeling for a long time. So how did you begin to incorporate that? Did you uh, finally just one day step forward and approach this person or like people? Or did you maybe incorporate it into your yoga classes? Like today, we're going to overcome (laughs) self-doubt. How did you incorporate that? Yeah, so two different ways. I noticed that I started to share So like in yoga Mm -hmm. classes, I would be teaching and maybe in pigeon pose were there for a while. Like if I heard a message about self-doubt or self-worth, I would be like, you know, Mm -hmm. use your breath to feel into your hips. Notice any emotions that are coming through. Is anything coming through that has to do with self-doubt? Can we honor that? Can we feel our self-doubt? And then can we feel ourselves coming back into how worthy we are no matter of the external circumstances? And I would just Mm -hmm. move in those little nuggets or tidbits while I was teaching. And then after that, I would have people stay after class and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that you just said that. That's been on my mind. I've been feeling so unworthy today. And then we would talk about it. And I was like, hmm, that is coming through for a reason. That's not just me. I'm not crazy. I'm not just hearing things. So as I allowed myself to just practice and just open up my mouth to what I was hearing, the more that it resonated and the stronger my gifts and channeling became. You know, something else that you said that really resonated so deeply for me is that you were living your life for others. Because I felt like in my own personal journey, 
I did that for a really long time. I knew I was so unhappy, but I was getting a lot of pressure and like direct pressure to not leave my job, um, mostly from family saying, you know, if you leave your job, who's going to have health benefits? How are you going to pay the rent? And uh, my favorite was not everybody, you know, has a chance to pursue their dreams in life. It is what it is. And so when you made that leap and that transition to stop living for others, what was like that? What was that like for you? And what was the biggest challenge surrounding that? Mm-hmm. I love that question mm-hmm. because you're right. As you transition or have any shift in your life, you're going to hear yeah. so many things from the outside. And for those who are listening, I just want you to know that that's their fear being mm-hmm. projected onto you. And so it's like, I'm already carrying my own fear. (laughs) I'm already carrying my own self-doubt and my own, I don't know what the outcome is. So I'm energetically not going to take on your fear as well, right? So for me, I was blessed to not have those things said by my family, or if they felt that way, they didn't say it to me. I had a lot of pressure from myself. I had a lot of pressure externally or internally from myself because I love human design and in human design, I'm a projector. And so I had a lot of fear around being seen and around seeing myself. And so not only seeing myself, seeing my gifts, seeing my wisdom that I came here to share with others, I was scared of that and I was scared for other people to see my magic and my gifts. So there was a lot of resistance internally for me that I got to work on and work through to overcome. Do you incorporate human design in with your coaching? Like for your clients, you do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious about human design, actually. I don't really know a lot about it. It's something that I'm I'm curious about and I, I see it everywhere. I just honestly, I haven't really explored it much, but Everyone I know says it's like so mm-hmm. impactful and that you can even, you know, Gosh. it changes so many aspects of your life. And a lot of people even do business by human design. So maybe you could expand on that a little bit, you know, for myself and also, of course, for listeners too. Yeah. So just a really simple explanation. And let me just say, I'm not a human design coach. Mm-hmm. I don't read human design charts. Like I'm just sharing the knowledge that I have gone through mm-hmm. that has helped me and my clients. Mm-hmm. So your human design is your energetic blueprint of what your soul came here to teach, to gift, to share with the world. And so tapping into that and uncovering that, like, for example, if you're into astrology and the moment you learned about your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, and you're like, I feel so seen, I feel so validated, it goes beyond that in human design. So for me as a projector, I struggled with seeing myself. I struggled with this duality of fear and success. And then when I learned that my self theme, my theme in life, my energetic blueprint is success, I allowed myself with mindset work Mm -hmm. and subconscious reprogramming to allow myself to stop seeking success outside of me right? Like I allowed myself to stop looking at my bank account, to stop looking at the house, the car I was driving to dictate or to define how successful I was. And then I tapped into the frequency of success, Mm -hmm. right? Like I became the frequency of success, which is in alignment with my human design blueprint. Mm -hmm. 
And that's when things really began to flow my way in my reality. And when my desires, my manifestations began to flow in because I tapped into that frequency and human design helped me with that, honestly. I'd like to touch on subconscious programming because I also, as you know, work with the subconscious mind a lot. And people come to me and when we go deep into hypnosis, we find that there are these programs that have been running subconsciously for years sometimes. And like, want to control all to <laughs> You know, sometimes we don't even yeah. realize um, we can pick up programming so many different places and not even realize it. You know, media, TV, friends, and these yeah. thoughts become our own and they start to run like programs in the background. So through your work, mm-hmm. how do you help people shift through that? Or what do you think is like the biggest game changer for that? Yeah. Yes. So the techniques that I love and that I'm really focusing on right now with my clients are neural energetic encoding, right? So it's all about how you have taken on scarcity or lack imprints from the past mm-hmm. and how that has been carried with you and how you are defining or perceiving your future, right? And so uncovering the root cause of anything is huge. And when you uncover the root, and you know this, and when you travel back there and see where it came from, it's like, oh, this was never even mine, right? Like some of us carry things from our great, great grandmothers, Mm -hmm. past lives in the womb. Yeah. And when you can uncover that is when you can break free and is when your subconscious can reveal to you the lessons that want to come through for you so you can rewire and change your future that's not on the same track as it used to be where you had those lack those scarcity imprints where you carried those feelings of not feeling enough or not feeling lovable that were never even yours to carry so so i love using neural energetic encoding to break free and uncover where that root came from so you can disassociate from the stories, the decisions, the habits, the patterns, the beliefs that you've been carrying with you today and really just break free. Yeah. You know, and I feel called to share a quick little story about a client who came to me and for hypnosis because she was so scared to speak in the workplace. Uh, She had a senior executive role that required her to stand in the boardroom and get presentations and she would get petrified to the point where she would go to talk and her voice would like crack and she couldn't speak and she didn't understand why. So when we regressed her, we actually didn't go into a past life because the subconscious knew right where to take her. And so she went into a situation that had happened actually in grade school where a kid Mm. named Billy, and we called him Billy the Bully. (laughs) Billy the Bully had actually depanced her in the cafeteria and everybody was laughing at her. And I think it was in fifth grade, I believe, is when this had happened. And she Mm -hmm. hadn't thought about it in years. And so after the session, she says, oh my goodness, I haven't thought about Billy the Bully in years. I had buried that and I had no idea that that was the root cause of why today in the corporate world I'm scared to speak is because she was afraid of being, you know, laughed at. And so we did a lot of reprogramming and it's interesting. Like I love finding the root causes of things (laughs) and you blame it on my corporate background of defining and analyzing and measuring and trying to find the root cause. But 
sometimes these programs or these situations that happened, we don't even know that it's affecting us today in our lives. Yes. Yeah. I love that you shared that story because for those who are listening, it's like, oh my gosh. You know, and even sometimes hearing those stories brings up memories that we so deeply, deeply buried Mm -hmm. to protect ourselves. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I wonder why I still feel this certain way. I wonder why my desire isn't coming through for me. Mm-hmm. And it always, always has to do with a root underlying cause. It's never just the surface level. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that came up for me in a recent session I had was grief in my, you know, that I've been carrying in my stomach. And I was thinking, like, grief, I don't have any grief. And when we went back, we found out it was from, when I was five, when my, my grandma was passing away from, from cancer. And that was like a really pivotal time for me. And I was still holding that grief in my stomach. And so the body holds on to trauma and holds on to things. And it definitely impacts us in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that you were able to uncover mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's huge. And so through human design and through, you know, manifestation coaching, you work with people one-on-one. What would you say is like the biggest block for people who want to manifest like that masterpiece lifestyle? So like when you start digging in with people and start working, like what do you think is like the biggest thing that holds people back? Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with fear. And the biggest theme that I've been seeing over the past few years is actually not feeling safe having the thing that they most desire, right? So for example, if you're calling in more money, Mm -hmm. I desire to be rich. I desire to be wealthy. I desire to make X amount of money a month or a year, whatever it may be. That's my desire. Why isn't it happening for me? So many of us have this deep rooted story stored in our physical body, in our nervous system, in our energetic frequency, in our aura, in our subconscious, where it's like actually when I receive that money, I'm actually scared that because that's more money than my family ever made, that my family is not going to love me anymore. Actually, I'm scared that by making that kind of money, people are going to judge me and say, well, what did she do to deserve that? She didn't do anything to deserve making that kind of money. Right. And there's so many stories of fear that's coming through. And it's just us unknowingly trying to keep ourselves safe, protect ourselves from that judgment, from feeling like family or our spouses aren't going to love us anymore if we make more money than than Mm -hmm. them, right? So huge theme that I see when it comes to manifesting more money, more love, more whatever that you've been desiring for yourself in your life, a lot of us actually are fearful of what will happen when that actually comes into our reality. And we're unknowingly blocking ourselves from having that thing because it doesn't feel safe having our manifestation. And so we've been protecting ourselves from receiving. Yeah. And fear of judgment's been coming up everywhere lately. (laughs) And I don't know if it's, you know, like a sign for me, but we've talked about it in a couple podcast episodes. And then when I went on YouTube, it was on my YouTube, then it popped up in my Instagram feed. And then when I was listening to another podcast, it came up. So I definitely feel like as a collective right now, a lot of people are recognizing um, that maybe they have those underlying fears and it's time to like step into the power and release that. So I claim that I am releasing fear of all judgment. 
Hazel Travelers, pardon the interruption, but I just have to tell you about quantum healing hypnosis because one session forever changed my life and now I'm living my purpose to help others just like you. I was so lost in my life and absolutely miserable in my career until I received the guidance needed from my higher self. Now I'm spreading awareness about the life-changing modality of quantum healing hypnosis. In one single session, we will spend the day journeying deep into your subconscious mind and unlock the hidden wisdom within. We'll revisit a past life, explore what your soul does between lifetimes. Your subconscious mind will scan your body, looking for health concerns and perform self-healing. They'll even connect directly to the Akashic records so that you can get your most important life questions answered. Quantum healing hypnosis is absolutely nothing like a traditional hypnosis session. And you know that everything is 100% legitimate because nothing is being filtered through a third-party practitioner and your higher self will never misguide you. Your session is audio recorded so that you can listen back and play all of the advice that your higher self spoke to you under hypnosis. So if you're ready for personal growth and a positive change, then it's time to discover the essence of who you truly are. Book a session with me today at thesoulexperiences.com. Now back to the show. I would love to shift gears a little bit more because I do want to go back and kind of touch a little more on channeling. So when you mm-hmm. first started to realize that you were channeling, like, and you said that, you know, the process for you was like you were confused as to whether or not it was your intuition or if you were actually mm-hmm. channeling. And that's actually been coming up a lot of my one-on-one sessions. A lot of my clients lately, they think that they're channeling, but they don't know it's their if it's their intuition or not. And so how mm-hmm. to determine the difference? Like, what was your process? Like, or did mm-hmm. you have a process? Like, how did you, like, basically you know, authenticate the fact that you were truly channeling. Yes. So I started to listen to like what the voice or what the feeling or the emotions of my human self sounded like. That makes sense. And then what, yeah. Yeah. And then the voice, the emotions, the feelings of what my intuition, my higher self Mm -hmm. sounded like. And once I began to really define that and become aware of that is when I could easily or more easily tap into that's just my human self protecting Mm. me from fear. Oh, that came in really quickly, really softly, really just certainly, really all knowingly. That's my intuition. Mm -hmm. That's my higher self. Right. Yeah. And so my human self that was filled with self-doubt, judgment, is this right? Is this wrong? I don't know. Questioning every move. Like she was very, very abrupt and very fearful and very just like the frequency of stress, right? Like very dysregulated where my intuition, my higher self comes in so quickly that if I'm not aware and I'm just like mindlessly going through my life, I may not even hear my intuition because it comes in so quickly, Mm. right? And just so softly but very powerfully and all-knowing. And I think that's where we can get confused because our human self, our logic brain is so much more demanding and overpowering than our intuition, than our higher self, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that I do. Way? It's the way what I'm hearing, and this is how I feel too, is like when you're connected and you look internally, you know, your internal landscape, 
And the more that you connect to your higher self through meditations and stuff like that, you'll be able to easily differentiate the difference between what I call Mr. Mm-hmm. Ninja, which is like your conscious analytical mind, like oh, that yeah. human mind and, and your higher self. Yeah. I mean, the more that you look internally, I think the easier it is to differentiate between the two. And so for people who are interested in developing their channeling capabilities, do you have any like tips or advice or what would you say you know, to someone who wants to develop that? Yes. So my advice would be whatever is coming through to you and you know that it's from higher source, you know that it's from higher power, you know that it's not just like what I was telling myself, like, hmm, why are you thinking these thoughts? This makes no sense, right? You know that something's coming through that's bigger than you, that's greater than you. So let's let it come through instead of stopping yourself or blocking yourself and questioning yourself and practice utilizing it. So for me, as I was teaching yoga, let's weave it into my classes, Mm -hmm. right? If you're at work and you're hearing something and you're like, "Hmm, this feels like it's directed towards my coworker, share it with them. And you can even say, this may be weird, but I just want to share something that's coming through. Are you open to receiving it? Right? Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah. Asking someone if they're open to receiving it because some people may not be. And I've done that in the past where someone wasn't open to receiving something that was being channeled through and their reaction then stopped me from continuing to practicing my channeling Mm -hmm. and speaking it through, right? So ask for permission if someone's open, but you could be driving in the car and all of a sudden you think of your friend and you're like, "Hmm, I should check in on them. There's something that's just urging me to check in on them. Call them. Mm -hmm. We all get those pings, (laughs) you know, and it's interesting. It's like little psychic text messages or, um, you know, back and forth. That happens a lot where I'll call someone. They're like, I was just going to call you. And I'm like, I know that. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And it's funny because I remember when I was really tapping into this and being like, is this channeling? Is this intuition? Is it my higher self? I don't know what I tend to do is I tend to look outside of myself for the answers, like how to more easily tap into your intuition, how to do this. And it's so funny because it really is so simple. Yeah. And I know that may be annoying to the listeners to hear right now, <laughs> but it it really is so simple. And the more that you just trust yourself and accept that something's coming through, And Mm -hmm. my soul came here to channel. My soul came here to share that. My soul came here to share, uplift the collective with love and light and just raise the vibration. Like the moment that you just accept that, even if you're like still wavering in that, the moment that you accept that and just practice is when you activate your intuition even more is when you activate the connection to your higher self and source even more. It just starts with you allowing yourself and it gets to be that simple. Definitely. One thing that actually works for me is I remember when I first started getting like these little like pings and urges and like these little messages, I would try to, I don't want to say debunk, but I would test it out. (laughs) Is this real? And I would follow it. And Every single time, Kelly, it's real. That person was about to call me or 
if I ha- wanted to take a different route on the way to work or something, there was a reason why. There'd be really traffic here. There'd be like a wreck on the freeway. Or I was following it. And the more that I would follow it, it was always right. And so to anyone listening, yeah. if that's happening to you and you're questioning it, follow it. And then you keep track. Like, are you ever wrong? <laughs> because for me, I never have really been. I, every time I follow my intuition mm-hmm. or some, you know, a little ping or to call somebody, it, it always pans out. You know, there's a reason behind that. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And I have been quote unquote wrong in the past, mm-hmm. but that's when I was still differentiating between my human self, my ego mm-hmm. and my higher self and intuition. Yeah. Right. And that's part of it too. And I know that you also work a lot with, you know, affirmations and earlier today was on your Instagram and you had a reel about affirmations and manifestations and you kind of manifesting your life that you desire. So how do affirmations play into that? Do you recommend that people do affirmations daily? And do you offer that as part of your coaching? I do. And I always say that I love affirmations. Mm. However, they're not the first step to manifesting, mm. right? And this is where it can get super confusing in the manifestation world because it's, well, I've been affirming that money loves me and I love money for years and I'm still not seeing the money. Or I've been affirming that I'm in a healthy, loving, soul-supportive relationship and I've been single for seven plus years. Like, why am I not seeing this? And I always say it's just interesting because on social media, on Pinterest, on TikTok, Mm -hmm. you see, say these affirmations and the money will flow. Say these affirmations and you'll be in a loving relationship. And so it's not that your affirmations aren't working. It's that first you get to come within, right? Just like we said before, subconscious reprogramming, uncovering the Mm -hmm. blocks, uncovering what's going on, uncovering where you actually don't feel safe receiving your manifestations. Once you do that and heal your nervous system so your body feels really safe accepting your manifestations, then affirmations only amplify and increase the speed of your manifestations more quickly. So I love affirmations. I don't recommend them first because most people have already been doing affirmations and not seeing the results. So one thing that I love to do is EFT tapping. Tapping, Right? Emotional freedom technique. Because you are tapping into your energy, you're tapping in how you actually are feeling about the absence of your manifestations, how you're feeling and making that mean something about you so that it can be released. And then you tap in the positive affirmations where your body, your subconscious, your energetic frequency is like, oh, I accept this more with ease and as my truth. Mm -hmm. But because I did the inner work first, because I acknowledge my feelings, my emotions around it first, then they become super, super potent. It's definitely all about the energy. I mean, if you ever think about, for instance, like Tony Robbins, when you go to one of his conventions, he comes out and he gets the crowd like screaming. Everyone's like, yeah, because what that's doing is it is programming the energy. And so it's really like the energy behind it. And you have to believe that energy. I'm going to share something that I do in the mornings. My neighbors probably think I'm crazy and maybe my husband too, because I I think he might be watching me on camera. 
in the backyard. So in the morning, I like go out into the backyard and I mean, I, at first I like will ground myself, but I invoke the energy of my affirmation. So I might start like yelling and raising my hands and like really believing it. So it's like, I'm like, today's going to be the best day. And I'm like, and I really work hard at stepping behind that energy and using that energy to push my affirmations to fruition because energy is a really powerful force and you have to believe that. And so I'm really excited today because I made my first million dollars in my business. And what would that feel like? Really? What does that feel like? Oh my goodness. And even if you like scream, (laughs) you know, when you have that energy behind it, I think that's really like. I think that's the key to having, you know, your affirmations come to fruition. Yes, for sure. I love that you said that because it really is about the energy or the frequency, as I like to say. And I, with my clients, I shift it. So again, you see on social media where it's, I'm a wealthy woman. I am a millionaire. And you've been saying that and it's, it's not happening and it's okay. What would that feel like if you were a millionaire? Would you feel so proud? Would you feel so confident? Would you feel so free, so secure, so safe? So just like F yes, right? Yeah. And so when you tap into the feelings, when you tap into that frequency, create affirmations from that feeling because mm-hmm. your subconscious mind right now is, I don't actually believe that I'm a millionaire. Your frequency is like, I feel this internal battle because that's not my truth in this moment that feels like, too far out. I feel Mm -hmm. separate from that. And whenever we feel separate from our desire or from our manifestation, we're just placing more resistance from receiving it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how can I allow this to feel lighter? Tap into the frequency, tap into the feeling of it and create affirmations from there. Those affirmations then turn into new thought forms. Those thought forms are creating new neural pathways retraining your reticular activating mm-hmm. system to see that in your external reality. So I love affirmations, but I like taking them much deeper, right? To really amplify your manifestations. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's a combination of, you know, doing the tapping, having the energy behind those affirmations. Something I'll say I really love to do that I do every day is scripting. <laughs> I I have my little, it's actually my little notebook is right here. <laughs> And I just script and I'm just like, yes, I'm so excited as I'm I'm doing my scripting. So it's like my little ritual. Yes. I love Mm -hmm. that you said that. I actually just cracked out or pulled out and cracked open a whole new journal just Mm -hmm. for scripting. Yeah. And specifically, and I want to share this for those who are listening, I never really felt in tune with the ritual of scripting because imagining for me was challenging. Right. And before years ago, when I learned about affirmation, it was like, get very vivid and very imaginative in every single detail. My brain doesn't work that way. So I just felt like that was really hard, which was unknowingly creating more resistance. So I started scripting just like you. And I really made sure that I was just focusing on the feeling of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like sharing something that happened. And and like I said, being like, I feel so proud. I feel so light. This is so fun. And just adding in that instead of the descriptive details that I don't personally resonate with. But if you do, definitely go for that. Yeah. 
And I think the one thing too, it's really important for anyone who is interested in scripting or wants to start scripting that when you script, it should be in the past. I'm so excited now that I bought my first international house. That's what I wrote. And I actually put a date to it. So I'm just going to read it. I'm so excited now that I bought my first international house. My closing date was January of 2024. It is amazing. I'm living my dream. This feels so good. So I put a good date to it in the past. And and I rewrite, I just write that over and over. Because that's obviously, it's one of my goals is I want to buy houses internationally. And I want a few of them around the world so that when I vacation, I can go and stay in my houses overseas. And then I generate revenue and income when I'm not there. So Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that you just shared that example. That was perfect. Yeah. So I always make sure that I have a date to it and it's something like in the past and I act as if it's something I talked about a couple of times on the podcast is also acting as if you are living that masterpiece lifestyle. Act as if you have a hundred clients that you're coaching because when you start to act as if your subconscious Mm -hmm. can't tell the difference, right? And so it naturally follows those feelings and that energy. And then that, again, that's how everything just falls into place. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Yeah. It's like it goes beyond just affirmations, right? Mm -hmm. Which are Mm -hmm. wonderful, but there's more techniques that amplify the feeling and the frequency of it to bring it to life. Yeah. So Kelly, I'd love if you could tell me what is next for you? Do you have any big projects or anything that you're working on that you want to share with us? What is next for me? I'm actually giving birth in three months. So. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Are you having a boy or a girl? We don't know. Oh, we don't know. It's going to be a surprise. (laughs) That's exciting. Wow. So that's, yeah. Is this your first? Second. Okay. Yeah. So that's my personal what's next. And then business-wise, so I actually just birthed not a human baby, Mm. but I birthed my Manifest That Shit University program, which feels so good and just so in alignment. That's been in the works for probably the past year and a half that wanted to come through. And it was Mm -hmm. just birthed this week, actually. We just started two days ago. So So yeah, that's where my energy has been. I love that. And so where can clients go to find information about that? And like, what's your website? If you could drop all your info for us. Yes. So I hang out mainly on Instagram and that's the underscore badass babe. And then my podcast, Baddest Babe Oracle, where I channel messages, allow you to tap into the abundant frequency, all things manifestation. And then my website is kellypender.com. I love that. And for anyone listening, definitely check out Kelly's podcast. It's a game changer. I love your show so much. So thank you. An honor to have you on uh, this old traveler today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was a really, really fun conversation. It was. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will talk with you soon. Bye for now. Yay. This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum healing hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. 
Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.